when boys are young and their testosterone's going nuts and they haven't learned to adjust to it yet and they're, they are angry yep. and they are horny and yep. they're, um, they need to do some sports. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. It's, a, it's an article from Christine Emba called Men Are Lost... Here's a map out of the wilderness. Okay. It has, it's, it's a lot to do about the crisis of manhood right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fascinating. Take a few minutes to read, and then, and then let's talk about it. Sounds good. So. Yeah. We'll put a link in the, in the show notes uh, that you can look at this article. But one of the things that I love about this article, uh, there are many, many, many things. Uh, I think she's, mm-hmm. a, she's a wonderful writer and touches on a lot of things. But she, like, <clears throat> like we like to do, she has called out um, two destructive narratives about yeah. manhood. Mm-hmm. On the right, she has called out um, a lot of the um, talk. I don't know if she uses. I forget if she uses the word toxic masculinity. She refers to it at least. The um, in, on the on the extreme, it's even very misogynistic and using mm-hmm. women as tools and objects and being proud of that. Yeah, you got um, uh, what's the guy the the Bronze Age pervert? Um, they, I mean, he calls himself that, and it's just it's just about awful. Andrew Tate. Is that who it is? No, no, it's somebody else. But the, his ilk. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know who the. <coughs> Who you're referring to? I, I and and Andrew, but Tate, Andrew Tate for sure. Yeah, I, I've heard about. I've not listened to any of his stuff. My, me neither. Actually, my sons told me about him and said, "Hey, okay. some of what he says is captivating, yeah. but he's really he's too far. He's too yeah, extreme." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, he got arrested That's for right. like he, sex trafficking or something. Yeah, in Europe, I think. Yeah, Romania, right. I believe. In Romania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously, mm-hmm. that's not a good example. Yeah, but I think he's um, proud of it as well. He's he's not. He's yeah, not ashamed so of that. I think that's definitely the category of toxic masculinity. There's no question about and, it. Yeah. As a father of a daughter, you know, you think about how you want your daughter to be treated or where yep. she could be safe or unsafe totally. in society. Totally. And, you know, you, I want good men. Mm-hmm. I want moral men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has nothing to do with their strength mm-hmm. and fortitude, and, and but it has everything to do with their character and their morality. And, yeah, that that's... Uh, Okay, so then there's the the broken narrative on the left yeah. that basically says uh, on the extreme it's manhood itself is toxic, so right. that anything that is masculine is necessarily wrong. Yeah, and so if men could just become like women, then all would be yeah. a little bit softer version that I think is still problematic is we should all just be good people, and there should be no distinctions between manhood and womanhood, right? Uh, that we should all just be good people. That's a little bit softer than all men need to become like women. Nonetheless, I think it's just really, really messed up. Yeah, yeah. And so she calls out both of those and says, we need good manhood, but we don't know how to define it. No one knows how to define it. That's the um, big problem. Yeah, I, huh. I, I think that we can do better to define it. I don't I think that, I don't think it's like this big enigmatic puzzle that can't be defined. I think that some people are trying. Um, you know, I, I like a lot of what Jordan Peterson has to say. Sure. Um, and he's he calls out people like Andrew Tate as toxic. Yes. And um, and he, I guess, in today's spectrum of of political craziness, uh-huh. he may lean to the right. Yes. Um, but he's not deep into the right. No, 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 yeah. no, no. And I, he's and no I, Andrew Tate. That's for sure. Yeah. And I tend to agree a lot with him. Yes. On a lot of topics. Yes. And he's calling men to, um, uh, to you know, simple things. Yes. Stand up straight. Yes. Uh, make your make your room. Clean up yes. your room. Yes. You know, uh, look things that that I was taught that I taught my boys. Yep. Look at a person in the eye when yep. you greet them. Yep. Shake their hand with a firmness. Yep. Stand there with your shoulders squared. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, uh, things that that I think probably are getting lost. Yep. I've definitely seen that in coaching kids. Yes. Um, each year, the kids are, uh, they're just, I don't know, um, less respectful. Yeah. They don't know how to, to greet somebody. They don't know how to speak to an adult. They yeah. they don't even look at you. Yeah. Um, they're intimidated, but they don't want to pretend or, or let, let on that they're intimidated. Right. Do you see, are you seeing that more with boys than girls? 
Yeah, the girls haven't seemed to change a lot to me yeah. um, at that age. Now, when they get older, yeah. I think I see um, girls being more brazen, mm. um, more uh, uh, liberated in a way that I don't think is helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Liberated in a way that you don't think is helpful. That's interesting. Can you yeah. say more about that? Yeah, I might have to think about it, though. Um, yeah, okay. So I, I think there is a long-standing tradition of girls being oppressed throughout history. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think you're safe to say that. Yeah, good I good thoughts that, there. That's yeah. pretty safe to say. I think. <laughs> yeah. This is my opinion. Uh, so, you know, you go, you go, back, you go yeah. back into biblical times and, and you needed a community oh my to goodness, protect yes. anybody. Anybody. anybody but, but especially, especially a woman. Especially right? women. Yep. I mean, you're going to get... You're going to get raped. You're going to get taken as a wife oh, by somebody. That's and right. Who, who knows how he's going to treat you? And you don't have the same rights That's that right. you have in, right. in our country now or in modern societies. That's right. With, uh, with you know, better laws and yeah. um, better policing and all that. Uh, but it still needs to improve. I mean, yeah. uh, a, a girl, uh, say she's a, in a college environment, she goes to a party. Um, if I go to a, if I went to a party, I didn't do this in college, but if I went to a party and I got drunk... Um, I don't think anyone's going to rape me. Right. Uh, a, a girl, very likely yeah. that she gets drunk and, and is really drunk, she's going to get raped. Totally. It happens all the time. Yeah. Right? And so uh, women have been mistreated and abused in their, in their physical weakness. Yes. You know, they're, they're, they've, men have taken advantage of that. Yeah. And, and you can just watch MASH reruns if you want to see that. I mean, that's from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty pretty on display. Yep. The attitudes that were prevalent in society and acceptable sure. in society back then. Yeah. Um, it, or watch some other movies from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that same sort of attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think, needs to change. Yeah. And I want that kind of liberation. Sure. And I want the freedom to move about uh, from place to place, yes. to, to take jobs, to yes. get education, yes, to yes, yes, yes. do all the, the things that people ought to be able to do in our contemporary world. That's right. And not fear that they're going to be constantly hit on. Yes. They're not going to have some creep coming up behind them and rubbing their shoulders. That's right. Or, you know, just, just and I'm not saying that then men can't flirt or men can't, can't try to attract a mate or right. try to go on. A, that's not what I'm saying at all. Sure, I think sure, the left sure. takes that too far. Yep, they sure do. Yeah. But you, you know, just think about what it must be like to be a woman and, and always sexualized. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that's so oppressive. And so I want that kind of liberation. But the kind of liberation that I'm talking about that's unhelpful is more of an attitude. I think. Yeah. It's more of like a a, a TikTok. I know what's best because I have five million views, or this person that that is an idiot has five million views, so they know better than conventional wisdom. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's an attitude of what is popular really is wisdom, mm-hmm. which is which is an obscene, ignorant foolishness. Yeah, um, what just because you know what's popular doesn't mean that it's wise at all. Right, right. Just because you can name who's who and what's what and in trendy circles means yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah, in terms of real life wisdom. Yeah, and I see that with uh, with youth. Let's yeah. just say youth, and I, so I've seen that with girls maybe. Um, it's easier to detect. Whereas the boys, I see more. I see. Uh, I see lack of um, competition. I see lack of mental fortitude. Yeah. Um, lots of changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to put a little bit finer point on it, and maybe yeah. some some data. Um, in the the article quotes a Psychology Today article from last summer that says that uh, dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing because relationship standards. Are rising, and here's the reason: uh, women, young women, are no longer dependent upon marriage as a means of financial security, mm-hmm. or even motherhood. Right. And because of that, they are becoming increasingly selective. Mm-hmm. Fewer and fewer of them are actually interested in a serious relationship with any man. Uh-huh. And so, men. Um, are who who want a relationship and most men do even if just for sexual reasons mm-hmm. uh 
it, it uh, there's fewer and fewer opportunities for that. And so the kind of competition that you're talking about in, when it terms, in terms of relationship, mm-hmm. more and more men are not finding success and so therefore just withdrawing uh-huh. and no longer competing. Used to be that the competition for a mate was something that's really motivating for people, but if only very, very, very few men are going to get that prize and you get so many failures over and over again... Um, that article talked about um, deaths of despair. Have you heard this term? Mm-hmm. This is a relatively new term, deaths of despair. Suicides and Suicide, abuses. alcohol abuse, and uh, overdose. Yeah. And three out of four of those are men. Right. And that is not, it didn't used to be that way. Right. It didn't used to be that way. Um, yeah, well, I mean, hmm. men, need to, men need to be reformed. Right? Yes, for sure. That that on one side, they definitely need to be reformed. No they doubt. cannot be boys will be boys and rapists and all that. Oh kind my of gosh, no, 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 sexual no, no. predator type and of. I think that creeps. most of us would do that if there weren't some sort of pressure on us. We yeah. would go that direction. <laughs> and so men need that kind of reform. They need it and that, absolutely. And our society needs that kind of reform, and that's yes. and that's all good, and that's yep. all positive, and yep. we need better morality and strong character and yes. fortitude and and and. Basically, the the old days they they worked on virtues, yes. which we did a, an episode on. That yes. this is a, this is that's a, right. uh, something that has to be uh, developed with practice. Yes, morality that has to be cultivated into a virtue, and they 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 prided themselves on developing these virtues. Yes, and I you know something like that needs to be recovered. Um, on the other hand, yes, when no one can define masculinity. Yep. And when it's defined, it's defined in some sort of toxic, rejected way as it should be. Right. Um, it's very po- problematic. Yes. And directing young men in how they should go. And if uh, women are increasingly less interested yes. in men. Yes. And there's this entire crazy pornography industry oh available to them. Yes, yes, yes. And the privacy of their hand. They're, they're right there in their hand on their cell phone. Yep. They can see whatever they want to see. Yep. Um, and, and we've permitted that as a society. Yep. I think that is crazy, by yes, the way. I and agree. So a lot of these young men uh, are just turning to pornography, yes. which ultimately will leave them lonely and in greater despair. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and not, not um, competing, not brave, not developing mm-hmm. virtues, all those things. Yep. But as you said, to put a finer point on what I'm saying, yeah. if, you, if, if I'm talking to a young man in yep. his 20s about yep. getting married, yep. and when he's, what he sees of his friends getting married or young couples being married is that he gets fully domesticated. Yep. He gets to take care of a bunch of chores around the house. Yep. He doesn't pursue any sort of career. She's got the career. Right. And he is, uh, he's not going to have sexual access all the time like he thinks he yep. should have. He's, and, and really, um, a woman is maybe more neurotic these days. Um, what is he, why would he do that? Right. Why, what's he signing up for? Yeah. I mean, that sounds awful. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds emasculating. It sounds like a lost cause. It sounds right. like just so hopeless to a guy. Yes. A man who, and, and, and this is one of the things I think is different about men, generally speaking, is that they like to subdue. Yes. They like to conquest. Yes. They like to, to, to accomplish yes. something. Yes. Um, and the idea of like just keeping a house or... Um, just being fully, yeah, just being fully domesticated, drive your minivan around, take the kids to soccer. Yep. And, yep. Um, you know, and, and I tell my wife like, Hey, um, our, our time together, th- this is my reward for, uh-huh. for being domesticated, you know? Yeah. And that reward's not to go away. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. that's a necessary piece. It is. And, um, and things like this podcast, you know, where, uh, we get out and we talk about stuff and we yeah. try to, we try to do something. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I think that's important. Oh yeah, um, having a hobby and and having a sport that you still play and you know those things are important. Developing skills. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that so many young people today are failing to see or know what direction to head in, and all they see is marriage being a placating to the new woman. Yes. To the new world order. Yeah. And uh, and so they're lost. Yeah. Totally. And we need we need reasonable people to speak without being toxic. Yeah, you know, subduing in a way that is profitable to society yeah. and isn't about 
conquest of women and multiple partners. Yeah. Yeah, mm. for sure. And the extremes have gotten worse and worse and worse recently. Yeah. yeah. And and she's calling, in this article, she's calling some rational thought here. I really think she's trying to thread the needle, and I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there, um, She talks about um, social identity theory that I think was very, very interesting. I'm going to bring this up. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that social identity theory um, is the idea that people inherently protect their identities. And when their identities are maligned in public, the natural response is to stand up for what they see as fundamental to their being. Mm-hmm. So is your masculinity being challenged? Well, then act even more masculine. Defend your masculinity mm. even more aggressively than ever before. Uh, I was listening to uh, Sky Jathani talk about this uh, idea. He's been, and, and uh, he was reading a new book about Lincoln. And okay. uh, I forget the name of the author, but one of the things that he brought up in, in response to this, he said that back in the early 1800s, the early part of our nation's history, the South, uh, a lot of the preachers and thought leaders and scholars were saying, yes, yeah, slavery is not a great institution, but it is kind of necessary for our way of life. And so how about we compromise the North? You don't have slaves. The South, we do have slaves. As we move westward, um, we're going to have no slaves there either because it's not that great Mm. an institution, but it's kind of a necessary evil for for our way of life and for what we're doing here in the South. As as the decades went on, then the Northern... um, theologians and academics and lay folks or whatever um, started to get more and more vitriolic about calling out the evils of slavery. And when they did, that was when the South said, you know what, we're moving from this is a necessary evil to this is um, our right given to us by God. And then from there, they moved to this is something that needs to be implemented everywhere in the world because it is the design of God universally. Mm -hmm. And that's when we had the Civil War. Doubling down, doubling, doubling down. down. Yeah. And so when um, when masculinity, when somebody calls out, hey, you're being masculine and that's not good, right. then people are doing the, do the same exact thing. Say, yeah, you think that that was not good? Let yeah. me show you what masculinity is really all about. Right. And they just go nuts with it. Right. And that's where we get the most recent stuff. The Me Too movement was, in some senses, Wonderful, very, very good, so important. But people who went too far on the Me Too side saying all men are pigs. Wait a second. Right. Okay, now what's going to happen to the people who feel threatened in their manhood as a result of that statement, all men are pigs? They become Andrew Tate. They become these horrible uh, monsters. Right. Like if you're going to, if the polemic is against anything that has to do with testosterone, yep. uh, then you're going to create that kind of reaction. Exactly. Because this is a, this is a God-given sex hormone. That's right. That has certain effects on people. That's right. You give it to a, a female and she's going to better understand, yep. right? She gets, she gets a high level of testosterone. I, there there yeah. was a This American Life episode many, many years ago um, where a woman took testosterone just for research purposes to mm. see. She was not interested in anything else, but she's like, this testosterone thing, she was studying it. She's like, this testosterone thing seems like crazy. Like, how does this really affect your brain? Yeah. So she said, let me just try it for, I think she did it for a week. Um, she had testosterone. And uh, so then afterwards, she's reporting on it. She said, I was going on the subway. And I was body checking people. I don't even know yeah. why. I was <laughs> right. angry right. at people just for flipping me, you know, for uh, uh, looking at me sideways. They probably were just like checking their surroundings or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that they were uh, being aggressive towards me. Right. And I was I was getting my anger up. Yeah. And like she said, it, it was, uh, she said, the other thing was I was horny all the time. Yeah. She said, I know what horny's like. And it comes, it goes. No, this was like. I've never, <laughs> right. I have a lot more compassion on men now who are running around with crazy amounts of testosterone. Right. The fact that they're not ripping people's heads off and screwing everything that moves is actually, uh, I have a lot of respect for them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was really helpful. But yeah. with all this toxic masculinity, um, the author of this article, uh, I love this quote. She was interviewing a young man at a fraternity, and he said this. I think this is beautiful. He says, 
I feel like there's a lot of room to be proudly feminine, but there's not, in my opinion, the same room to be proudly masculine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it. And I honestly, yeah. for me, my, William, I feel the same way. I I think so too, but I I think we need to do better at defining it. Correct. And and when it's ill-defined, then it's just defined by by the extremes, right? Yes, 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 um, yes. Masculinity is necessarily um, trying to to cheat and have multiple partners. Masculinity necessarily is right. aggression nope. and okay. and brawling. Okay. Yeah. Not masculine necessarily is being a being a perp. All the all the sex crimes are all the violence. It's all done by men. So obviously testosterone and manhood is to blame. Yeah. Or uh, you know, masculinity is nothing more than uh, than having the opposite genitalia right. to reproduce, and you're still expected yeah. to be exactly like a woman. Yeah, um, you're you're you know, and uh, I think that your your illustration's good in that when a woman takes testosterone yeah. and realizes, oh, this this deeply affects my brain. Yes, uh, it didn't just affect my my physical development; it's mm-hmm. affected all of me. And uh, how do we how do we control this? Because yeah. we're called to self control, but how do we also use uh, and and appreciate the design that God's given yes. for it? Yes. Where does it where does it ring true um, to be masculine? Yes. And I, and I think she 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 hit at this a few times here. She 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 made some comments, right? Yes, she does. One of the things that she says is that it's really hard. Um, Here's one quote from her. Uh, As soon as you start articulating virtues, advantages, and good things about being male, then you've just dialed up the risk factor of the conversation. Yeah. I'm acutely aware that the risk of not doing it, though, is much greater. Right. Right. Because without it, there's a vacuum. And then along comes Andrew Tate. Right. Um, The idea is that you say, okay, what it means to be a man is to be brave. Well, women are also brave, right? Um, Yes. Okay. What it means is to be a leader. What does that mean that all women must be followers? No, that's not what we mean. Um, But if we, so if we try and negate all those things, then we, okay, so we're left with a vacuum and that's where Andrew Tate can come in. Yeah, and and I think there are there are right uses of traits and wrong uses of traits. Correct, and, I, I, and that so makes sense. It has to be in a context, and when we pull them out of a context and just list them, um, it, it's problematic. Yes, right, because there is a, there's a time for everything the Bible says. Yes. There is a time to kill. Yes, there is a time to be aggressive. That's right, and uh, it, it's given the right context. Yes, and there are things that men can accomplish that women cannot. Yes. By simple biology. Yes. Um, by the fact that they have that testosterone. Yes. And uh, they, and women have a much, much lower rate. Yes. Um, but some of the traditional things she says uh, are stoicism, competitiveness, yep. dominance, aggression, yep. uh, higher sex drive. Yep. Um, and anything that it starts to, to increase into uh, anti-femininity would be like, you know, uh, achievement, no appearance of weakness, yeah. adventure and risk-taking and yeah. even violence. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, just whenever a man feels that in order for him to be a man, he has to be quote successful. Mm-hmm. I see as a pastor, a recipe for, for some real problems. Oh yeah. Life. Huge. But at the same time, if he's if he thinks being masculine is sitting at home playing video games, oh. then we got we have some trouble. Yep, right. Huge. And Huge. so why can't why what happened to society's just kind of like common sense or like reason, like yeah. like threading yeah, yeah. needles and nuancing things and saying, hey, in this circumstance, you want a man, you want a manly man when people attack your shores, right? You want a guy to pick up a gun and go go die in a battlefield protecting yep. you, yep. Right? That That's is right. masculine. Yep. Can a woman do that? Well, sure, to some degree. Not as well as a man. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it involves any like real physicality, yeah. she's going to be at a disadvantage. I, I heard a critique just recently of the new uh, Rings of Power uh, series, uh, uh-huh. the, the, pre, the prequel to the Lord of the Rings or whatever the Amazon's doing. Did you watch that? I, I watched, I think, yeah, I think I'm caught up on it. Yeah. So it, there's one season out right now as yeah. we're recording this. And uh, the main character, this woman, this elf, right, um, it, one of the things that people hated her, they didn't connect with her. And, uh-huh. and I heard one comment about it that put it all in perspective to me. And that is they made her look completely feminine and her character is completely masculine. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And it for feels sure. like, like, wait, what? How, this, yeah. how, I don't, I don't have a category for this and I don't like this and right. no one likes her. 
And like, that's no, interesting that's not, that you've said that because I remember my wife and I watching that, and neither one of us liked that character. No one does. Yeah, it's and the, and I and now that you say that, it really rings true. I got to tell you, watching her, uh-huh. she's really pretty, and I, and the way she she was dressed and stuff, very feminine, very attractive. And I would never want to. I mean, she just was repulsive. Yeah, and it was weird. I, it was there's juxtaposition in my own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There there really is something to. Uh, to sex and gender. It's, there it's, really it's is. It's built in by design. Yeah. 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 And, and the more we try to manipulate it and, and break these molds, I think we just start, we start doing violence to, to creation yeah. and to our creator and his purposes. Um, okay. Yeah. I want to move. Can we move a little bit toward like, how do we move forward? And I got at yeah. least three things that I can bring up about good ways to move forward. Right. Okay. One is a, actually a quote from the article. She's quoting actually an, another man who says this. I think this is a beautiful way of putting a, a really good, like moving mm-hmm. forward. And that is, this man says, I try to raise my boys, the three of them, to have the confidence to ask a girl out if that's their inclination, the grace to accept no for an answer, and the responsibility to make sure that either way she gets home safely. Yeah. Uh, in just a short number of words i think that that is a beautiful way to say this is what it means to raise boys yeah 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 you know um i think one of the things that she pointed out was the uh men when they're really being uh wonderful men they're protecting people yes um and i think that rings true to me i think that that there's a uh, and it's not just or even practicing to protect people. Yes. Um, I think I'm, you know, I've told you this before, I'm a big advocate for youth and sports. Yeah, huge. And I think when boys are young and their testosterone's going nuts and they haven't learned to adjust to it yet and they're, they are angry and yep. they are horny and yep. they're, um, they need to do some sports. They yep. need to exhaust themselves yes. physically. Totally. They need to compete. They yep. need to, to strive and, and see how big their heart is yep. and, and keep fighting and, and conditioning and trying to win. And I think that, that, for some people, that would be disgusting to them. Uh-huh. But I really think there's a place for it, especially when boys are trying to figure out how do I live with this kind of chemical mm-hmm. um, uh, change that yep. has occurred in me. And, and in a way, that's really practicing to protect people, right? It's yes. practicing to make big sacrifices at yep. some point. Totally. And even lay your life down yep. when it's needed. Yep. And and I think that that's... that's that's really valuable and one of the things that I would want to highlight in terms yep. of masculinity. Yep. She says that uh, traditionally, uh, this is coming from anthropologist David Gilmore, traditionally um, men have achieved manhood by doing three things. Uh, providing for their families, mm-hmm. protecting their tribe, mm-hmm. and procreating. Uh-huh. And then, But then she goes on to say, right now, in our modern movement, all three of those goals seem less celebrated and further from reach from young men. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's also been some campaigns. This is a little bit of a sidebar, and we can put this in the hopper. Okay. But I just want to mention it. And there have been some campaigns to suggest that the world is overpopulating. Mm-hmm. And there there was a, a movement that, that we even talked about it, that um, if if a certain number of people, if we reach a certain number of population, that the world cannot sustain that population. That's yeah. That's been a theory for some time. And it's we keep blowing through those numbers. I do think that that would be true at some point. I don't know what that point it's would be. It's a theoretical be. point. So it right. has happened in the past, but then we did some genetic modification and all of a sudden like tripled the yield of wheat and barley yeah, and we've been, rice. We've been and, tooling around with things to, to change and those numbers. And then all numbers. of a sudden, oh, no, we're, we're no longer, yeah. it's no longer an issue. But there, there are um, societies now, you know, uh, China was so overpopulated and they've, been, they've, they've made some rules about how many kids you can have and yeah. things like that. And yeah. now they're upside down yeah. um, in terms of, of their infrastructure and sure. the number of people coming up to work yeah. and to produce the, the GDP that they're yeah. accustomed to and all that kind of thing. And so, you know, that's, uh, I think that's one of the attacks on, so, I should say this, one of the subtle attacks on masculinity mm. is that procreation is wrong. Yeah. That you need to have one child um, if you have any children or, you know, it, it there's this kind of a downplay of family and, and procreating. Yes. And yeah, typically it's been men who have driven that, right? Because yes. of their drive. Right. And, and a woman may not be as interested, but, um, you know, she's, she's with a man and he is. Yeah. And they have more children, therefore. Right. 
Right. Um, and that there's that's part of the design. Yeah. And I guess there could be a place where there where there's just too many. Um, I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, let's the, the whole too many population is this, and population growth. Let's put that in the hopper for sure. Um. Uh. In but in terms of like, I think in some places like. Uh, having children, yeah, has been uh, seen as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you look at, at what are our options here, right? You, you look yeah. at, at, at young men, and they say, "Okay, I can, I can uh, play this domesticated game that doesn't feel right. Something feels rigged, yep. or I can continue to date and use women." And use pornography yep. and have those needs met and not procreate. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. And I want to say, man, if we got to fix this, and this means not just men, it means women. Yeah. And their attitudes about men. Totally. Right. Hundred percent. Their thoughts about them. Hundred percent. And I, I, so I would say, I would, you know, to women, I would say, uh, do not give a man sex until he is ready to be a man yep. and take ownership of of your life and be responsible That's right. to, to commit to you and you alone and yep. to make a family and to have a home and to provide and be, and do the whole family thing. Yeah. He needs a job. Yeah. He needs a job. He, if he's not ready, if he's not yep. man enough to do that, then don't give him any sex. Right. And right alongside of that, I would say to all of society, we need to censor and get rid of pornography. Agreed. Because if he can just run off in his bedroom yep. and pretend like he's having sex, yep. With with abused women on the internet, sure. Um, then that's not helping either. Yep. Let's make use of the testosterone drive. Yeah. And say, hey, you want to procreate? This is the way you do it. You get you you become a man. You grow into a a, a, a responsible human. Yep. You you develop character and things yep. that you know. You learn how to talk to women. You learn how mm-hmm. to, to hold a job. You learn mm-hmm. how to make a boss happy, and you you provide, and you and then. Uh, and then if that's you, if that's, if that's a situation that you're in, I say to you, the wives, you need to reward your man. Uh-huh. You need to reward him. Uh, that, that's, that's part of his design. That's right. And those are the rewards for his domestication. Reward him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like this whole fabric of society thing that I'm seeing where this is breaking down yeah. so many levels. Yeah. And if, if, I don't know, I'm rambling. So yeah. go ahead. A little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> a so, little bit. Uh, so... I heard a long time ago, and I've been thinking about this, it's made a lot of sense, that one, there's very few things that we can say fundamentally are masculine versus feminine. But one of the things, and maybe the only thing, that is uh, completely masculine and feminine is that uh, women uh, are very interdependent, are more interdependent, men are more independent. And so you get little toddler boys and girls. Mm-hmm get a, a stack of blocks and have them come toward the stack of blocks, little girls will go around the stack of blocks. Mm-hmm. Little boys will come, knock it over, and go through. Right. And girls grow up, and they um, societies or organizations that are governed by women are extraordinarily interdependent, and I mean... They, there's committee meetings for all kinds of stuff. There's, uh, I work in one of those organizations. Most healthcare, most all healthcare uh-huh. is run by women, uh-huh. and everybody's relying on everybody else. And it's, uh, uh, but look at the military. There's one person at each level, uh-huh. and you salute to the next person. You salute to the next person, and the glory goes to one person, and that person is with a unit. And there's, so there's, it's not that people are complete, but there is that strong tendency, and I think uh-huh. that that's. Help. What does it mean to be a man? It means to take care of your own house. It means to take care of your own family. Is mm-hmm. it you are in charge? The buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the final thing that I that I know that I want to say, she ends up by saying, "I don't really know the map out of the wilderness," even though that's in their title. Yeah. Except she has she does have a little bit of a map. She says the way to go about it is mentoring. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of attempts at older men mentoring younger men. Right. Uh, 
And that happens with fathers to sons. It happens with coaches, uh, coaches and, and with yeah. other. There's been a lot of attempts to mass market that or to, to, to try and, uh, and none of those have worked. Big brothers and big sisters maybe is more successful than others, but it's still not reaching people that it needs to. Uh, President Obama had a big initiative that didn't work well either. I think the Boy Scouts had success with that and other organizations. Yes, Boy Scouts yeah. are good for mm-hmm. that. So, other, so in some places, in some okay, I. So I'm going to take a little bit. That's what she says. That I'm going to take a little bit further and say, I think that that needs to happen, and I don't know how to make it happen, but I think that in that mentoring, um, in churches, in civic groups, in schools, in clubs, we need. Um, Older men to bring on younger men under their wing and and say mm-hmm. what it means for you to be a man mm-hmm. is to do these five things mm-hmm. or ten things or whatever it is. Uh-huh. I want you to do this. Go do it. And some of those aren't going to be great. What I mean by saying that is when we talk about manhood and what it means to be masculine, what it means to be a man... It's hard to put specifics on it. Even, you know, um, uh, you know the, the 12, what is it, the 12 laws of being a man? Um, what was that? Why am I missing that guy's name now? Um, that was so popular. Um, you, you mentioned him just a moment oh, ago. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Peterson, yeah. Yeah. He, he fame, you know, this really, really big book. I think, was yeah. it 12 things? Yeah, 12 things uh, to be yeah, a man. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that. I don't know if it, is it, is it manhood or just how to, how to like, live your life kind of thing. So, but it's for men, for sure. Yeah, and it's, and, okay. Okay, so he's, he's got really specific things like, I don't remember, I don't know what the things are, but, you know, you stand up straight and... Uh, yeah. it's it, The title is 12 Rules for Life. 12 Rules for anecdote Life. Anecdote to Chaos. Right, So and, but it's obviously uh, geared toward men. And so it's like, make your bed mm-hmm. and get a job and, you yeah. know, learn a trade. I don't know. I'll, he he scripted some speak. points, right? He scripted yeah, exactly. some basic steps. The thing is, not all men or potential men doesn't fit for everybody. But his is generic enough that it fits for a lot of people. Does that mean that if it doesn't fit for you, you're not a man? No. And in fact, we cannot come up with a script that we say, you know, what about somebody in a wheelchair? What about somebody in, can that person be a man? What about someone who, there's all kinds of men who can actually be real men Mm -hmm. that that script doesn't fit for or no script fit. There's no fit, Uh no script that's going to fit for everybody. And so I think in a mentorship uh, situation. Customized scripting is what you're saying. Yep. That's what I'm saying is to yep. say, I, by the virtue of the fact that I am a man and I have been in this world, I have uh, the authority to tell you, uh-huh. here's what it means for you to be a man. Yeah. And I, um, that's going to go off the rails sometimes, but I think that that's, if we could do that, mm-hmm. that probably would be a really good solution. What do you think? I think that that's, uh, I think that's, I think you're right. Um, I want to say that, that I think there is a script that applies to everybody. Okay. And I think it's the, uh, the precepts of God. Okay. Yeah. And you, you're, you're going to agree with me quickly, I think, because if, if he's our designer and he's a creator and, and I think a man needs to speak and be the truth. Yes. And, and that is, there should be some courage, but it, it's not just, uh, that's, it's maybe humans need to. This is for all people. Yeah. But there is something particular about a man. Yeah. As you mentioned earlier, the buck stops here. Or like, so take our military, for example. Yeah. We have lots of guys in there who are willing to go get shot up, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But they're also terribly toxic these days. Yeah. They're not um, chaste. They, they, they have no temperance. They can't, they can't stop running their mouth with just filthy garbage. Yeah. Right. I want soldiers who are, to, for them to be better men, yes. they need to be moral men. Yes. They need to be self-controlled. Yes. They need, they, all that discipline physically needs to extend to the way they speak. To their morals. To, to education, yeah. mm-hmm. to the way they handle themselves publicly. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. should be, if they're off at war, and I know that they're, they're doing a, an awful job, mm-hmm. but if they need to have moral fiber to make good, sound judgments yeah. and, and protect even people, you run into someone in the field and, you know, like honor. Yeah. The place of honor yes. is, is being lost in our military, right? right? I agree. And so I think that that script um, really rings true for all people, yeah. um, but especially the, the dignity that a man can bestow, the, the power that a man has to encourage and to support and to 
um, protect, and all those sorts of things has to be fitted with the Word of God, yes. with, his, with his moral precepts. Yes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Um, I do this in coaching all the time. Like, you gotta win. You got to learn how to win, and you got to learn how to lose. Totally. This is morality we're talking about. Yeah. How you behave when you win. If, if you're just, like, gloating, then, then that's not honorable. Well, that's the, that's the guy who says, I want to raise my, my boys so that they go have the courage to go ask a girl out. And she might say no, and you need to have the grace to accept yeah. that well. Mm-hmm. And so you're not trying to conquer her. Right. She says no, that doesn't mean that you lost. You didn't lose your manhood. Right. You can maintain your manhood by treating her with dignity no matter what she says. Yeah. yeah. And who knows what the future would hold anyway. Correct. Right? Correct. When she sees the honor of you trying to get her home safely. And Absolutely. And, and winners, okay, so what does it mean that you can lose with dignity? You're building character that allows you to persevere into the next mm-hmm. uh, game that m- may lead to your victory as well. Yeah. Yeah. Think about a man who starts a company, drives that company, he's, he's motivated, yep, totally. he's ambitious, and, and when, he, when he's, he's succeeded at the top of his game, yep. does, he, does he give to his employees? Does he bless them? Does he become, in my mind, a real man? Yeah. Uh, an altruistic helper of society, yeah. or does he just continue to let his greed run him amok, and he's driven, 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 and right. never successful in his mind That's right. to the point where he's constantly exploiting people and creating a, an right. oppressive system. That's right. This is where morality plays a key role yes. in in scripting masculinity. Yep. You know, um, gosh, just, just moral fiber, the ability to stand up and say, "I disagree with this. Here's why." Uh huh. To me, I think is is amazing and powerful, and that's that's one of the things Jordan Peterson says all the time. Yes, you want to you want to make a, a a boy into a man, help him become articulate. Yeah, help him sequester his words and say what he what he thinks is true. Yeah, and he is yeah. incre- what I have seen of him. Although I'm not a huge, uh, I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. I know. Who, I've seen a number of clips and a number right, of right. longer uh, videos Segments. from him, but I know that there are people who have consumed thousands upon thousands of hours. That's not me. Yeah. Of Jordan Peterson, but what I have seen is that when he does disagree with people, he's very, very clear about it uh-huh. and incredibly respectful. Yeah. And sometimes people can't understand that those two go together. And I've seen right. people be really berate him and say that he's being disrespectful. And, and I don't think that he is, right. but he's being very clear that yeah, he thinks you just they disagree. are wrong. <laughs> I disagree vehemently yeah. for this reason, this reason, this reason, uh, you know, yeah. and that kind of thing. But he's, he's being honest and, and public, respectful. Public discourse, Correct. right? Yes, A lost right. art. That's right. And he's, he's doing a good job at it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I don't agree with everything that he says, but I, but I right. respect him. And yeah. I know that if he and I were to talk and I were to disagree with him, uh, he would probably uh, run over me in a debate, but be respectful about it. Yeah. 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 And I appreciate that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And that is a, a good, he is a good man. Yeah. He is a good man, even if I disagree with him. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that about Andrew Tate or uh, yeah. you know other people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting topic, hot. Uh, hot in our society, really a mess, like so many other things, and uh, we need to keep talking about it. We need to to keep reading articles like this. Absolutely, so. we're going to put this a, a link to this article in the show notes, and then also we want to hear more from you. Um, let's let's continue this conversation, and there's going to be ways in the show notes for you to engage with us. Thanks. Hey, Hopper Podcast Hoppers, we've got bonus episodes for you. Yeah, you've asked for them, and we've got more Hopper goodness. We're actually growing quite a catalog of excellent bonus episodes that are off our regular format. Hilarious stories that aren't quite appropriate for the regular podcast. Yep, and bonus interviews with some of our favorite guests. Yeah, so if you want to get access to these great things, just tap or swipe on the purple Hopper Podcast cover art on your podcasting app. Find the show notes there. Follow the link to sign up for just $5 a month or more. If you, That'd be great. You can get all the past and future bonus episodes. And you'll be supporting independent podcasters like us trying to promote thoughtful, compassionate, nuanced Christian commentary. And we need a lot more of that. Amen. Thank you for your support. Willie, we have been doing top five drafts for quite a while here, and we've got a trifecta going. Yep. Of junk food to candies, not candy bars, and now we have to do candy bars. Now we have to do candy bars. Top That's right. five candy bars. I've been thinking about this. Have you? Yes. Okay. Well, I get to go first. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. And I, I really don't think that uh, we're going to have a lot of crossover. Okay. But I do know that you like this one, and I like this one, okay. and it's very popular, and I'm going to call it Twix. Yeah, I messed up... Uh, 
Yep. Last time, and I <laughs> said that that was no, going to be my. <laughs> that's okay. Sucker. Okay. That is a really good one, and I'm a big fan of Twix. That's going to hurt um, for sure. My number one, then, is going to be Snickers. Snickers is good. Yeah. They just have all the good things in there, and it's... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think Snickers really satisfies. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. My second one... Yes. Now, again, I don't think you're going to get my last three, so... Uh, okay. Four, so I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Kit Kat. Wow. Okay. That's another really good one. And so Kit Kat and Twix to me are very similar. They are. Which I'm not uh, thrilled with. And if I was really looking for diversity, I probably wouldn't pick Kit Kat. But I am trying to pick like a couple really big popular ones right off the bat here. So I'm, yeah, I think that you're about to uh, drop three that no one's ever heard of before. (laughs) Well, they're definitely deeper cuts. You're a Trump. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, when I took my kids trick or treating, uh, they had to pay a tax. Yeah, of course. The Twix tax and the Kit Kat tax. Yeah. Uh, so when they dumped Twix their, and Kit Kat. their okay. piles of candy on the floor, that's okay. what I, you know, that's what I wanted of, the, of the, their bags of candy. Yeah, I wanted a Twix and a Kit Kat from each of them. Yeah, sure. That was the tax for me taking them out. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't have any particular tax. I was just like, yeah. okay, this is tax. Uh, this one and this one yeah. and this one. This one looks really good. <laughs> no, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So what's your number two pick? I worked for that. Okay, my number two pick is going to be. Uh, Three Musketeers. Okay. Yeah. It's um, the the light, fluffy chocolate. The it, nougat. Whew. You like the nougat? Nougat? I don't, does, it doesn't have nougat in it. It's like all nougat. Is that what that is? Yep. It's an entire it's like bar chocolate, of nougat, man. With chocolate co- cut, uh, covering. So... Whatever it is, it's good stuff. Well, good. I'm glad you like it. I think you made a terrible pick, though. Really? Because Snickers has nougat. It also has caramel and peanuts. Yeah, sure. And one that has nougat, caramel, and chocolate is Milky Way. Yeah? Is that going to be your... Milky Way will be my third, and Milky Way is way better than Three Musketeers, which is all nougat, no caramel. You already got the Snickers. I think they're both good. Oh, you failed. This You're done. What's you, your number three? You got Twix and Kit Kat. Twix, Kit Kat, and, and Milky Those Way. Those are almost the same. All right, what do you got? All right, I'm going to go for, uh, I don't know if I can say, yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go for a dark chocolate, uh-huh. just a generic dark, I mean, gener- any brand, dark chocolate candy bar. Just a just dark chocolate. Yeah. So okay. a Hershey's or a I mean, whatever. It's the it's like a you know just straight up chocolate with sugar, but not much. Gotcha. Dark chocolate. I like dark chocolate, and if I were to have any of my top three candy bars, I would want the dark chocolate version of them. Did you sure. know they make those? Yeah, yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I would always pick the dark chocolate yeah. version. But a straight yeah. dark chocolate that's nothing else mixed I got in there is, I got is terrific. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, number four is 100 grand. Okay. I don't even, I don't think I've ever had that. It is like. I've seen it. I know what it is. It's like or the, I don't know what it is, but I, I've seen like it. It's like the rice crunch bars, but it's got a lot, it's got a heavy caramel and then chocolate. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I, I that does not sound that good to me, but more power to you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have your Three Musketeers bar. It Three Musketeers are fantastic. I think you're going to be surprised. People like Three Musketeers. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh man, I was man, I really like the uh hmm. I'm going to go with the um a, a Butterfinger. Yeah, fail. <laughs> I'm definitely winning this list. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, hmm. um, have you, uh, you, the last time you ate a Butterfinger, you probably forgot about the 10 minutes of trying to get whatever that junk is out of your teeth. Um, you know, it's like Butterfinger is a chocolate coating. And what's, what is that stuff in the inside? It's like, a, it's like a, a building material. No. It's some kind of, toffee brick that just like sticks think, in your teeth. Is it toffee? It might be toffee. 
I, I like it. Well, I like it for sure. You've got your five. Uh, I got gonna, one more. I'm, I'm I got one more. Five. Okay. I, I'm going to mix it up and I'm going to go with the mounds. Oh my. Coconut oh chocolate. Oh my. Good. I don't know how you can say that I'm failing when you are picking mount. Well, I yeah. got. I had to get like a deep cut there. I that promise is deep a cuts deep in, cut. Yeah, and the others were not that deep, so um, I had to go deep. And and I got two runners up, but what, what's your fifth? Yeah, my fifth. Let's see. I think I'm, my fifth. I'm going to go with a baby Ruth bar. Baby Ruth. Yeah. That's the caramel and peanuts. That's a good bar. It's yeah. a lot like a Snickers. I actually think it's better than a Snickers. No, it's not better than a Snickers. Um, but it is like sort of like that, but without the chocolate. Well, Chunk on Goonies thought Baby Ruth was the bar. Uh, is that right? Him. Yeah. I you, forgot you, about that. You don't remember the Goonies? I do remember the Goonies. Yeah, with Sloth and Chunk. They yeah, share yeah, a Baby yeah. Ruth uh-huh. bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, you ever have a whatchamacallit? Uh, I've seen them. I don't think I've had it. Yeah, they're they're pretty rare. Um, but they're I think they're interesting. And then uh, caramello. I have seen those. Never had them. They're they're intense. They're very sweet. They, they, it hurts your teeth almost with the yeah. caramel and stuff. But, okay. All right. So my top five. Yeah. Let's see it. Twix. Yep. Kit Kat. Uh huh. Milky Way. Uh huh. One hundred grand and mounds. Yep. You've got a couple ringers in there, I but you I've also have you. some deadbeats. Oh, I think I crushed you. You absolutely have some deadbeats that are I, really dragging your team down. I have crushed you. Okay. My my top five are Snickers, Three Musketeers, Dark Chocolate, Butterfinger, and Baby Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Uh, well, we're going to put this on Facebook again. And oh, Facebook. I don't know why you... Just because you lose all the time on Facebook does not mean that you need to uh, uh, disparage all the people who come to vote and to crown me their champion. All five of them. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You've got corrections, comments, questions, queries, complaints, or just a great story? Look for the show notes for this episode on your podcasting app and find ways to join the conversation. Hey, try to keep it clean, and if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. Hey, we're just two guys here spitballing. If you're trying to build the Hopper community with us, come along. Share our episode. Yeah, that was a great episode. It was so good that you and I now deserve honorary doctorates. Absolutely. Go tell someone about that. Tell them what you've learned and uh, show them how they can listen to it themselves. If you can't think of anyone who would like to enjoy this episode, you need to make some more friends. Willie, what's the lesson we should take away from this episode? Winnie the Pooh is an evil genius playing the long con. What's a long con? A long Playing the, uh, the con for a long time. Yeah, I've never heard that word before. Oh, I've yeah. never the expression a long like a, con. Like a con, like a con yeah. man. I get it. A, a con long... man who's gonna who's who's you know the long. Yeah. yeah. What's brown and smelly and sits in the hundred acre woods? <laughs> Winnie's poo. Winnie's poo. Yeah. His name is a dead giveaway. Oh, that he's an evil con. genius. Yeah. I guess. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>